Welcome back to the Trap Says Podcast. We're your hosts, Kim and Aaron. We are back for another week. Let's do it, baby. All right. So, I guess... Another Thursday, another pod. Another Thursday, another pod. We are two for two. I think you have to go three times in baseball to call it a win streak. This is our third since we've been home. Yeah. Is it? Three, 100%. So we're on a win streak. Yeah. We're recording this Wednesday night at 524. Yeah. <laughs> Last minute. We were at a coffee shop working on just finalizing all the things for Bali. And we were like, I was like, oh yeah, um, hmm, we've got to do the podcast. Yeah. We've been so inundated with like all the Bali things that it's just like consumed our life. <laughs> It's kind of led to this podcast, too, because it was uh, something... Well, it's funny, because I actually thought about it last night, that before we did anything, we needed to do the podcast. And then I just told, it woke yeah, up this too. morning, and it was game over. It was gone. Yeah. We also have friends visiting, which so we've been enjoying our time hanging out. We have our first guests that are staying with us since we're adulting, and we have a spare bedroom, Yeah, which is funny, because... We don't have any extra sheets or pillows or blankets or nothing, right? Like, we've been traveling for 10 years. We have what we need for our bed, but we don't have anything extra. So we have our first guest coming to stay, and I'm like, oh, shit. Like, we we have an air mattress, but we don't have any sheets for it. So, like, at the 11th hour, I put in uh, on Amazon for sheets and blankets and pillows and all the things for them to be comfortable and it was supposed to come the arrive the day before they got here. So I was like, perfect. I'll have time. I can wash them, get the bed made, make it like cozy and inviting. But yeah, the sheets never came. But they came yesterday. Yeah, they were already here. But it was funny because they ended up bringing their own sheets, their own blankets, their own pillows, like their own towels. Like we're perfect. going to the Gibsons. Yeah. Like, yeah. We're, I mean, we were lucky that we had two extra coffee mugs. Exactly. So I had to like get those out of like storage. The attic. Yeah. 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 We're anyway. we're slowly building. We've been so used to living on the road all these years. It's like you get your you live so minimally. Like you don't have extra stuff. So now I'm like, okay, we actually might need a couple more things. Yeah. To keep it going. Yeah, we'll figure that out after Bali. Maybe another cup or something. Yeah. You know? But I think, too, it's like, um, you know, leading into this, if you guys are hearing this podcast now, like this morning when it gets released, uh, Kim and I are going live tonight on a link um, that we sent out. It's going to be a Zoom call, um, and we're going to be launching Bali. Trav says, Bali launch party, baby. It is, I mean, it's one of those things that, you know, I've been usually on contract. So, you know, I'm working the contract. Kim was planning these trips, especially, you know, Peru, um, Patagonia, and then Peru again. And I would weigh in here and there. I would help with the financial side of things and getting things booked. But I've never been this in-depthly involved in a trip. And I can tell you... One, it's super rewarding because I am so freaking pumped for this and it does give me that creative outlet that I crave of putting something together with you, which usually my creativeness is done by myself with yeah. like editing videos or reels or whatever it is, right? Or a presentation or something. This was the first time that I got to really dive deep with you 
and you gave me my space to kind of do that and it I mean it was amazing which I have to say yeah because I'm usually kind of planning all the things and then you come in and help but like I kind of get the big picture stuff together mm -hmm. and map it out and we've been planning everything together and it has been so amazing having you like I honestly couldn't have done this without you Appreciate because that. this was such a big trip Bali is the first time that because Peru and Patagonia, we plan a lot of things, but a big portion of the time is spent hiking, right? So that's a that's a five days out of the trip, right? That, that's a big chunk of time where everything is organized and planned and you have guides and you have chefs and you have people helping and things are just already kind of planned out where this is every day, like Aaron and I are in charge of planning every single detail. Every meal, every everything. Every meal, literally just so detailed because we also are in the, the, well, not the thought, like the, the camp, I guess, of if we're going to plan a trip, if I'm going to go on a trip, I want to be able to include as much as possible, right? So the whole idea is that people get themselves a Bali and then we've got the rest covered, right? Like they get to just show up and their meals are paid for, their alcohol is paid for, their tips are paid for, we have the activities we're gonna do. Everything is set up and organized for them, so it takes the stress out, the thought out of it. They're not like, okay, where's my bill? Um, I owe $5, you owe 10. Uh, what do I need to tip this guide? What do I, like, it creates a lot of um, stress and overwhelm, and we wanna take that out of it for the people who come on our trips. So we wanna include everything mm -hmm. in it so that they can just show up and enjoy themselves. Yeah. And so there's just been so many moving parts and so many things and we're so excited about this trip but it was such a big undertaking and you have just been such a like asset. I was like, holy, I could not have done it without you and I just feel like you also added a lot to the itinerary of things that I might have been like, eh, I don't know but you brought them in and we were like, this is awesome. Like, this is perfect. So I feel like together we fused the most epic trip ever. Well, and it's, and it's a compliment. I, I kind of wanted to say that too. Like this has been your baby for so long and then I've come on and it was like seamless. Like we didn't really fight over anything. There was no, no. heated arguments. There was, wow, there so was a couple like you kicking me in the ass of like, we got to go, we got to, let's go. Yeah. Um, Cause I was like, eh, I'll be fine. We don't need to do this or we don't need to do that. And I did have one time in Gilly where I kind of was like, eh, I can't really find an email, blah, blah, blah. And you just like zipped on and did it. And so like, there well, was I'm a, teaching you my ways. Totally. You're and I, my apprentice. But I think I just realized that like, there's some things that again, in every part of our business, there's some things that you're super strong at and like you handle and there's some things that I do. And I just think it was really cool to see this trip that I'm so excited about come to life and realize that we did it completely together 100%. and didn't have any issues. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. Fucking winning. Yeah. Winning life. Like we are... We still have some loose ends, but majority of like the big stuff is ready to go. And we will be doing a full trip walkthrough tonight live, which Aaron created this incredible presentation that really gives, cause you know, Bali is one of our favorite places. So we never, anywhere we go, we're never gonna like slop together something and be like, this is what we're doing. Like here's all the touristy shit and like, yeah. let's go. Like we're never gonna plan that kind of trip. Like our trips 
are always going to be off the beaten path. They're going to be unique experiences. They're going to be exclusive, one-of-a-kind experiences that you're not going to find anywhere else. Like It's something we want to create that feels special, that feels different, and that really gives you... a. Um, I mean, it's impossible to do everything in Bali in 12 days, but we tried our very best to give you all the different um, highlights and the different things that we love about Bali because it's very, it's very, what's the word I'm looking for? It's very layered. It's very deep. There's lots of moving parts to Bali. And so I think that this itinerary really represents all the things we love about it. I gotta say, looking at It's well-rounded. I got to say, the only thing looking at this trip that I would add if we had more time would be the volunteer aspect and also the uh, Nusa Panita. That's it. Yeah. Like, we, it's literally covered. We in, were going to do the volunteering, which we really were excited about doing, but we just didn't have the time to get the glasses and the kits before we left. So that is definitely something well, in that... Well, a time frame of like training people and spending an extra four days on a 13-day on a trip, that's it was, a 17-day trip. That's and it insane. would be so long, so expensive. So we thought, okay, let's put a pin in that. And we'll, when we have some more time to really like sit down and be like, okay, how are we going to do the training? How... like then we can incorporate that in. But we just weren't prepared to do it so quickly in August. It just, the timing didn't work. Plus, you have to get all the supplies, and we just didn't have the time. So that is definitely on the agenda for next year. But So I just wanted to close this part out of saying you heard us saying that we're going live tonight to launch Bali. One, I will tell you there is a huge interest list for this trip. And the people that are on this live training, they're going to be on there live. And when we end is when we open the doors. And so... You know, again, this, these Travcest adventures are boutique experiences, and we want small groups, and so we're only allowing 10 travelers to come on this No trip. exceptions. No exceptions, yeah. no extensions, no guilt from us um, allowing people to come, no matter how beautiful your email is. I know. Um, which is really hard for us, but we just realized that 10 people, one, with everything that we have booked, that's what we have max for, and two... That's as big as we want our groups from here on out because it's just like it, it really allows for that uh, immersive experience with your fellow travelers mm-hmm. and and us and we get to be involved and you know everybody can have conversations at the dinner table. It's not a huge group and so you don't. We want it to to be that way um, from here on out. So what I was saying was you need to reach out to us and message us uh, if you're listening to this and you're not on that list and you didn't know about this trip and you want to go to Bali. So that way we can send you the link for the live training. Yeah. Um, you can go to our website, imtravcess.com, and there's an adventure tab. You just click that. You can be added on to the interest list. And if you're on the interest list, that is where we send the link and everything. And I will tonight, well, when you're listening to this tonight on Thursday, um, I'll be, I'm will be. i sending out an email. at. We're going live at 7.30 p.m. I'm sending out an um, email at 6.30 with the link to join. So you can go ahead and use, there's still time if you're listening Perfect. to this early to join, coming out of this live. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think we, our friends are here and Aaron made, um, uh, uh, like them watch it last I night. I forced them. The, so they got like the first dibs on, on seeing the presentation and it's just, it's fun. Like obviously we love freaking Bali, but like how you made this presentation, I feel like it just really shows the energy and the essence of this trip and the like I was just excited watching it where I'm like um sign me up because I really want to go on this Mm -hmm. trip so anyways 
come hang out with us. It's going to be a lot of fun, and um, we're excited to go on this adventure with the perfect 10 people that I know is going to be well, such 20. an incredible experience. Yeah, we're doing two groups of 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, we will hopefully see you tonight, and um, let's, yeah, let's do it. Man. Yeah, so, I mean, leading right into it, it was um, Kim, as we were going through the itinerary, I did the presentation. Uh, we have some old pictures of when we were in Bali, and, you know, we teamed up with literally one of the guys that we met on our first time in Bali, uh, Gede, and he took us on his tour, which at the time was a great day with Gede, which it still is. Um, but now he has his own company that he runs. He's like, I mean, it's just really cool to see his personal growth. Um, but we stayed in contact throughout this entire time, and that was back in 2017. And Kim said, look at this picture. And it was us at the Luwak Coffee Place with Gede. It's Kim and I. We look like babies, by the way. I know, it's and insane. very tan. Very tan. I was yeah. here for the tan. Weird. Um, I was like, God, that. Really... That was six years ago. Yeah, I know. It's crazy what I've aged in six years. Babe, you're freaking hot. Um, the you. older you get, the better you look. Honestly. Thank you. I Feeling the salt and pepper. Appreciate that, but uh, you can tell. What about me? Well, but <laughs> you've like aged backwards. Oh, okay. Thank you. Anyway, good call. Um, but you said something and it really triggered me and it was kind of like really interesting. You were like, if we were sitting at that Luwak coffee and I said to you, hey, in seven years, we're going to be running Travis S. Adventures and we're going to have 20 really cool people come and we're going to lead them around Bali and this is what we're going to be doing. Like, I would have said, one, you're absolutely crazy. And two, like seven years, like so long. No way. Well, yeah. And it's really wild to think about that because going back, right? So putting context around even why we were there in the first place is, you know, we were, we were, we've always been very entrepreneurial, right? We always knew if you've listened to this podcast, you've known this, you know, that has been our biggest passion is to create something that we work for ourselves and we love what we do and we're making an impact and we're creating value for the community and the things that we work on, we feel passionate about and we feel excited about and we get to create our own hours and schedule. Like that and is work been, from anywhere in the world, work from anywhere in the world and have freedom. Like that has always been our driving force. That is our number one goal that for, for 10 years, right? We've been traveling for 10 years. We left Florida kind of with those thoughts, but we didn't really know how it would come together. But that has never changed. We've always known that we wanted more freedom in our life and we wanted to do work that we loved. Never really knowing how, what that looked like, mm -hmm. right? Or what it would be. Or what it would be. And so we just, yeah, it's like, it's funny. We were talking to Joe and Sarah, who are our friends here. And like, we were talking about having kids and this and that because, you know, we're older at this point. And it was just interesting. We were like, you know, some people, their goal and their dream is like, they want a family. They want to buy the home with the beautiful porch or they want to live here or whatever. Like we all have different dreams and goals that are so important to us. And for us, like the kids and the family, that's always never been the drive. It's always been like, how do we create freedom in our life? Mm -hmm. How do we be free? And we won't stop until we get there. Mm -hmm. And if that means that, you know, we don't have kids or whatever, like we're, we're okay with that because that's not, that's not really the thing that we feel like will add the value in our life. And if that does happen, great in a cup, but if it doesn't, we're also like no freedom over anything, you know? Totally. 
And so it was crazy because we had, good, we had been traveling for about three years, right? Three, four, three and a half years. And it was, you know, we had gotten our bills down and we had worked, you know, a couple contracts each. And then we got a contract together and we were really stacking the cash. And I'll never forget, Kim came home one day and she was like, hey, we're going to move to Bali. We're going to quit our jobs. We're going to move to Bali. And we're going to like work on our fitness stuff, like our fitness business and create a spiritual course. Well, listen, okay, hold on. Let me, okay, let me reverse this because... At this point, we've been we were dabbling right in trying different things. So we became personal trainers. We were doing um, circuits over around like the Bay Area and San and Francisco. Oh yeah, and in Seattle, but like one person came yeah. one time. But like, hey, we went out there. We we, tri- did. we tried, and there was a couple times that nobody showed up. <laughs> and we just like did our own workout. Where people were like, wow, that's quite a setup for you to like yeah. just have your own workout. We're like, yeah, I know. Like we were too embarrassed to be like nobody showed yeah. up. Like, I mean, you even have a yoga mat for your pug. Like <laughs> it's pretty. And like a sign that says like pet the pug station. Yeah, and like, why are you guys matching? Like, oh my god yeah. it would take us like two hours to yeah. get everything set up but we were so excited we're like let's go out there we're gonna create the coolest circuit like we're gonna get set up and people are gonna come and it's gonna be so great and then like no one would come we were like so embarrassed oh, yeah. we would have we had this huge timer remember the oh, yeah. timer because oh, yeah. we would do circuits so they were timed you know intervals and we had this huge timer and it was like a speaker under it and we would play music and the timer would i mean it was a setup like nobody thought that was just set up for us but we love you know it was like something we really we tried right we tried it and we realized ah this isn't really for us and so at that time i had found gabby bernstein who i love and who's um, like a spiritual teacher and coach and mentor and she's got a great podcast and we just love her and so she was like our first mentor and she opened I flew to New York and went to one of her conferences and that is when I first learned about this thing called an online business in 2015 which is insane mm-hmm. and they were like teaching you about how you can have an opt-in box which Basically, an opt-in box is like where if you sign up for our adventure trip list, like you're essentially putting in an opt-in box because you're putting in your name and your email in order to get information about something, right? But at the time, it was like... Cutting edge. What is this opt-in box? Mm -hmm. And like my friend next to me was like drawing me pictures or like... It, it was just a world I never knew and it was all very new like you could create a course on anything and it could all be online and you could work from Bali or anywhere in the world and make money teaching and sharing what you love and sharing your passion. And I'm like, this is it. Like, this is our dream. Like, we're going to create a course about being spiritual and fitness and health living healthy and relationships and love and it's going to be everything and everyone's going to want it because it's going to be every corner of your life that you can improve and work on and be your best self oh i was in you sold me i know and so like i got into this whole world with this so i came home from new york and was telling aaron he's like huh i don't really get it right because at the time that wasn't a thing that wasn't happening now it's like Everyone has a course. Everyone yeah. does business online. Like it's very normal, but at that time it wasn't. And and so we were thinking like, oh no, but we did get fit from within first. That's what I was saying. We did online. So that's what I was saying. So like that's what I was getting at. It was like you. I was totally on board. I was like, you figured it out. 
That's why you went to New York. That was the whole purpose. Like God sent you there for that purpose. Like this is it. This is what we've been doing. So it wasn't about a brick and mortar, um, you know, fitness place. We started, we went online and we started doing that. But then like when we were in Seattle and we went to Bali. Well, hold on. We kind of. Hold on. I want to take it back because before we even get into that, but. Because we the, then the first thing that we started was we did get fit from within is where we took all of our workouts and all the things that we were essentially doing in person. Um, we took we made workouts online and then we created this other area of the platform that was about um, relationships, the relationship mindset. corner, mindset corner, and uh, spirituality. Nutrition. Spirituality, yep. yeah. And which is interesting because. Again, nothing has ever changed for us. Like the, 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 what am I trying? The structure. Yeah, the the structure, like the guts of it has, but like the core never has changed where we were always wanted to share about our own lives, what we are learning, what we are learning in our relationship or our spiritual practice or mindset. And like, how could we share what we're learning and be able to maybe teach something or inspire someone or help someone think about things differently. Like that's always been the core of what we've wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And so it's just crazy that like, we have always done that. Like we mm-hmm. always wanted to be teachers from our own experience. And even mm-hmm. this podcast, like is always, we just wanted to share our own life and tell ex- stories. Do yeah, it in a story way. exactly. Totally. So we have this whole, every month we're going to have a new like training about, mm-hmm. you know, this, this, and this. So we did that, and then um, we realized we didn't really like the um, fitness aspect because we like had to do workouts and stuff, and we were like, uh, I don't no, know. No, we we really like working out on our own, but it was like I'm missing out on really my own workouts, and I'm teaching other people stuff, and like you were coaching and doing grocery store tours, and, yeah. and you had clients that you were doing like coaching with, mm-hmm. and it was just like we we're just like I'm not like you were hoping your clients canceled. Yeah. And stuff There's like that. So, right. There's so we're just, just like, you know what? Let's give this up and really focus on the spirituality and relationship side of things. And we'll give all this up and go to Bali. What? Well, the, that, so the next, how I got to Bali though, because my, this girl that I followed, Amanda Francis, who is a genius when it comes to teaching about money mindset. Like she just knows her shit. She's got a great course and a book and I've, I met her in New York mm-hmm. and we kind of hung out there and now she's like huge. Um, but anyways, so I was following her and she was a, a life coach at the time. Yeah, of course. And she had created a course about like life coaching, right? How to become a life was coach. Was it? It wasn't money management? So it's called her big, it's called money mentality makeover. But no, her first course was because she was life coaching and then it kind of turned into people were asking her like, well, how do I, how do I start a business like you? What do I do? And so then she started teaching life coaches how to start a business. Uh, So her first course was how to be a life coach. Okay. So I'm following her journey, right? I'm like, wow, she's creating this course and like how cool. And, you know, now she's not only doing one-on-one clients, but she's got these courses and she's making more money, more freedom because essentially courses are passive income, like, Mm -hmm. like traveler school, right? Like we put in months to create it and it's time equity. And we had to sit and we had to create it. We had to do all the things. 
and we have to support our students and stuff. But like once it's created, yeah, it's created. The hard part's over. Mm-hmm. So it kind of just becomes a passive income, and I'm like, this is amazing. So she sold everything and moved to Bali, and that's where I was like. Bali, what is this magical place that she's moving to and she's staying in this villa and she says it's so affordable because at the time it was, it's a lot more expensive now. Yeah, as like, we know. I think everyone got the memo that to like go to Bali. I mean, your dollar still does go further there, but totally. it's just a lot more expensive. So I was like, oh my gosh, like I feel like we should move to Bali. Like we should sell everything we own and we should move to Bali and then we're going to start this course about spirituality and like that's and like I don't even know what that means a course on spirituality like what does that even mean we weren't even sure but we were like Aaron came home and I remember I like presented this crazy idea to you Mm -hmm. I don't even think you knew where Bali was no I didn't I didn't until Amanda went Mm -hmm. and I'm like this is it for us I didn't even know it existed yeah and you were like yeah that sounds great let's go I, I mean i was so into it because it was just like really pushing the the you know the years in the fitness business and really wanting that to take off to then realize it just really wasn't our thing like yeah really wasn't, didn't wasn't i didn't enjoy it and like the amount of effort and time and all the things we missed out on in seattle trying to like do that like it, it was just like okay i'm ready to like let this go but let's find something else that we're like super excited about and then you like said based off of our finances what we could go do and you've always dreamed of traveling the world obviously um for so long and you were just like we're moving to bali yeah i was like we can literally save twenty thousand dollars i think it was i said by the end of the yeah yeah but we were both working in seattle on contracts and i'm like if we can save 20 grand we can live in bali and we're going to make so much money on this course because this course is going to change people's lives. Like we're going to teach them about relationships and how to be spiritual Mm -hmm. and how to change their life and their mind with all of the things we're going to teach. And it's going to blow the world or not blow the world, but like take the world by storm. Like this is it. Well, then I was like, I know how to build courses. And so like I can figure it out and I can do it. I can edit videos and we'll just sit in our villa and film videos and then release them. And like, on the course and like I, I can do this. So I was like so excited because I had a project to do that something like a topic that I was excited about. The funny thing is, is what we missed was who are we gonna sell this to? Right. We had no audience. We, but so that's the funny part because we had this big vision and dream and we we're like, we're gonna be free, we're gonna work for ourselves and we're gonna create something that we're obsessed with that people are gonna They're love. just gonna find oh, it. They're just gonna, they're just gonna Google it and they're gonna find us. And so we literally sold everything again. Yep, sold and, everything we owned. And we're like, we, we did a big burning of the scrubs, probably we're burning our scrubs, we're never going back, we have found our calling. Literally Harborview threw me a party, a congratulations that you're leaving the hospital for good party. Oh my God, that's hilarious. Oh yeah. That yeah. is, I remember we, I, I so you were working at Harborview, I was working at Virginia Mason, and which they're in Seattle and they're um, close to each other, but like kind of far so we would meet we met but before we were leaving like before our last day i remember we met kind of halfway at this deli at mm-hmm. uh, this polish deli that's like so amazing they make the best sandwiches gregory's we, something i don't remember yeah. but we met and we sat on the church steps and i have a picture of us actually like 
holding up, um, eating our sandwiches and scrubs. And I'm like, this is the last time I'll ever be wearing scrubs. I think it was like our last day or something. It was like last picture in scrubs. Like we were like celebrating meeting on our last day. And we were like, no, that was your last day because I had more to go because you were off the day that I came home. It was December 16th. I'll never forget it. Mm -hmm. We had nothing in our apartment. We sat in lawn chairs and we gave the uh, my bike to some random party yeah. downstairs and you had wine and a little like gift for me for my last day i'm so thoughtful you are but but yeah i was like we're done like this this is it no more scrubs for us like we're we're out of here like we're living our dream like with mm -hmm. this amazing course that we have no idea what we're gonna do and so we left right with twenty thousand dollars which is a lot of money um, but like we won't even use it yeah. because God, the course is gonna take yeah. off. Like we're, you we know. might need it for like a couple weeks. Yeah. And I remember saying like I remember thinking to myself, all you got to do is go live on Facebook and tell people that you left oh the hospital and you're moving to Bali, and that will oh. instantly people will want to buy everything you have because that's what we were doing. Yeah, I know. Anybody that said that they were like leaving their careers and started this thing and like. They move to this location. Oh, well, that's all you have to do. So that's the template. So we'll do that and it's going to fall into place. I, there's some like really cringy videos. Oh, we watched, I don't, where were we? We were watching those. It was recent and they're still like on our Facebook and we went live and we were like standing in our empty apartment in Seattle and we're like, if you're ready to change your life and, and follow like, your passion, and live your dreams, like we got you. Like, Ugh. oh, it's so, it is literally so embarrassing to watch that mm -hmm. because, but again, it's like at the time you're like, wow, like we were so excited and you know what? Like we, we went for it. We, we put ourselves out there. Like, even though we are so awkward on camera, we are so nervous. I think we had like, um, 50, like, 50 followers. No, no, I'm not talking oh. about followers. I think like we had a script that we had rehearsed. We did. We did. And we, you could tell it was so rehearsed. Like we had gone over and over it and showed up on the camera. We were so awkward and you could tell we were just like, reading something which is funny now because it just goes to show you like start before you're ready because we showed up live quite a bit even though we were really awkward and it was really cringe to watch but now it's like going live is a part of what we do like we can literally put on a camera or put on a camera or the go live and, and I feel like we're very comfortable on the camera now well 100% where then we weren't oh god so like it takes time but we have to start somewhere yep but at that, like those video, and then we did one in front of our apartment complex, remember by the fountain? Oh yeah. And we're like, you guys, we're moving to Bali. Like you gotta follow Big us. Big announcement. Oh my gosh. Like, here we go. Like, you're gonna wanna follow along. Like, it was, it's just so embarrassing. And people were like, wait, we thought we were following you for fitness and nutrition tips. And, now, and now we're like, fuck fitness. We're literally moving to Bali. And we're we, gonna be we your We sold gurus. everything and we're gonna be your spiritual gurus now. And like teach you everything. Yeah. Oh my God. So then we go to Bali and quickly realize that, you know, you, if you don't have anybody to sell anything to, <laughs> like, you're probably not gonna like, it doesn't matter how good, like, yeah, like our, this Bali trip that we're going to be launching tomorrow, right? It, or today you're listening to it today on Thursday. 
It doesn't matter how awesome this trip is and how much we believe in it and know the value it's going to bring. And people are going to walk away from this trip and just be like, life changed. What the like yeah. I knew it was going to be great, but I was not expecting it to be this awesome. Like even though to our deepest core, we know that and believe that if we did not have a community of people who were interested in wanting to come on our trips, it wouldn't matter how cool the trip was or how cool the backpack was or how cool any product is. If you don't have the people, nobody will ever know about what you do. No, I mean, we, we hear, didn't know that. We hear this all the time with like some of the, like some of the biggest products in the world. Like there's this like face cream that I guess is like world famous. We were listening to that podcast, remember? And she made a mistake on her release day and forgot to put the price in. And so if people would have clicked on it when she launched it, it would have been free and nobody bought it. And she went on and was just like, why isn't anybody buying it? And when she went on to look to check everything, she realized that it would have been free. And so she changed it, but it was still the point. She was like, we have a world renowned like skincare product now. But when I released it, I didn't have the audience, I didn't have the people, and I put it on our website accidentally for free, and nobody oh bought it. Oh my god. So it goes to show you that it doesn't matter if you have the best skin cream or, or trips or product in the world, if you don't have the people to sell it to, even if it's free, nobody's going to buy it. Yep. Exactly. And... And if it was free skin cream, I'm sure people are like, I'm not buying yeah, this. Yeah, I ain't like, touching that. I ain't touching that. Yeah, exactly but we didn't really get that at the time. And so we went to Bali and I mean, it. we learned so it much. It changed our lives. It changed that trip. We ended up being gone for, I think three months. Over three months. And we did Bali, we did Thailand, we did the Philippines, we did Malaysia. Like it was such an incredible experience. It was absolutely not what we thought it was gonna be, but it changed our life in so many different ways. It opened our eyes to travel. I had never, I've always wanted to travel and to like go to that side of the world, a place that I wasn't even that familiar with. But then when we learned about Bali and then we found Christian LeBlanc, who's a YouTuber. We started our YouTube videos. Yep, that's what I was gonna say. And then he, he was doing YouTube videos in Southeast Asia. So we were like, oh my God, like we can do that. Like, that's amazing. Like I wanna do YouTube videos. So then we started doing YouTube videos. Oh, those are cringe. If you guys want to, not, you're not going to laugh, actually. You're just going to cringe. Go to our YouTube channel and, like, watch, like, the Gilly Tea. It is so Just watching that creepy. entire Bali series, Kim and I, every time we turned off the camera and then turned it back on, we'd say, hey, guys. Like, it was, like, a whole new segment instead of, like, an entire video. Every Every time. Minutes. And I never looked at the camera. I looked at the screen. Yep. So, like, my eyes were always sideways. And, like... So awkward. It is so awkward. There's no real storyline. It's, like, segmented. and But it just goes to show you. It's, like, we were willing to just do it. And that's And I, I love the innocence of that and the ignorance of that. Yeah. Because... That's what I love about us, even though, yes, the spiritual course didn't work out and, and, you know, YouTube isn't like the main thing that we do, even though we do do videos sometimes because we do love it. It's just a lot of work um, on the editing, but I love that we just go like you have to start before you're ready. You have to try things. Like if something feels right, give it a try, see how it feels. And, mm -hmm. and that Bali trip did not end up at all being what we thought it was going to be. But then that led to something else and to something else. And it was the most incredible trip. 
And going back to that picture with G'day, like what you were saying in the beginning is that was on that trip. And at that point we were searching and we were like, how can we create more freedom? How can we work for ourselves? How can we work from our laptops? Like, hold on, side note. Do you remember when we were living, we were living in Pacifica. No, we were living in Palo Alto. This was before we went to Seattle. So when we were becoming personal trainers and all that, and we wanted to like work from our laptops because like that was all like the rage and all like the cool kids work from your laptop, work from anywhere, even though like nobody's working from the beach. Like you can't even see your screen. Right. Like, and we bought our first apples and it was pink and blue. And we took a picture uh, on the beach with our laptops and we were like and a bottle of wine and a bottle and we're like oh like we're working this is like our office like we are we work for ourselves we're like do we like we've oh. literally never like we were just getting our personal license but we were like putting it in the universe we're like we are gonna work from these laptops like this is our dream and we're like we we love working from our laptops so i got two stories on that number one do you remember walking by the co-working space in bali and figuring that we needed to buy uh, rent space so that we could go to the co-working space and it would be like what were we working on like I don't know we'd go in there and just like talk to each other or like stare at our computers research trips research where are we going what are we doing like I know and it's crazy which is funny because then I started laughing too because in those YouTube videos I would always say uh, we had a good day yesterday. We got some work done. And I, I just always look at myself and I'm like, what work were you doing, buddy? Well, I will give you, like, because editing those YouTube videos was a lot of fucking work. Yeah. And you would edit the YouTube videos and I was always planning what we were going to go do mm-hmm. and where we were going to go. And, like, we're going to the Philippines. Okay, got to plan that. Okay, we're doing What's that. What's a cool video. We're, yeah. So, I mean, we technically, quote unquote, were working, but it was definitely more of just like something we were enjoying doing yeah. rather than working. We right. We, we looked it. at it was like, oh, this is what we want to do. We're, we're, in a, we're in a cafe instead of like on a tourist bus. And so we're working. But right. even though working means like bringing in money. Yeah. <laughs> it was hobbying. We were hobbying. We were hobbying. Yep. We were trying to figure it out. But... My, did you want to say another story? Because I was going to go, I wanted to go no, back was, to something. That was it. Okay. So at that point, again, we were, we were searching and we were trying to figure things out. And again, we never, we knew we were so clear on what we wanted. We just didn't know how we were going to get there. And in that moment, right, when we're looking at this picture with G'day and, and knowing how we felt being in Bali and all the things that were going on with us and Again, if you would have told us then that again, we thought we were moving to Bali with $20,000 and we were going to launch this course that would change the world and we were going to be millionaires, right? Like that is what we thought was going to happen. So if you told us then that it will be seven years that you will work hard, you will try different things, like some some things will work, some things won't, but in seven years, you're going to come back with a group of people that you are living your dream, you are creating trips for people, you're creating experiences, you're using your skills of what you love. Which You is, have an online course. Which we have an online course. We have a, a physical product. We have a backpack. A podcast. A podcast. <laughs> you're teaching, you're sharing, you're teaching on stage, you're sharing your stories, you're making an impact with people's life, and you're also using your 
favorite skill of all, which has always been planning, organizing, creating, creating experience. experiences for travel, for trips, and you are going to come back and you're going to be leading a trip here. And working with G'day. And, and right, and working with G'day. If, if you would have told us that, we would have been like, seven years? Mm -hmm. I, that's I don't have a seven long, years in me. Like, we thought we got a month, right? Yeah, a month. Like, we, we're using all our money. Like, we're right. almost, we have no money. Like, we have to go back home. And so it was just funny because it just goes to show, though, that we didn't know that. But even though it was a seven-year journey, and obviously so much has happened in those seven years, like you said, we created Traveler School and all the things, but it takes time to grow and to build and to figure things out. And I'm so glad that we never gave up. We never, even after the spiritual course, we knew it was a flop. We were like, we just never gave up. We're like, okay, what else? What do you love? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to do? And we just kept showing up. And even through the cringe, even through the awkwardness, even through the feelings of like, defeat or realizing when we had to go back and take a contract that we weren't moving to Bali, that we had to go home. And that feeling was like, even though we were disappointed, we never, ever, ever, ever gave up because that desire was always so alive within us that there was nothing we could do to ever like do anything else, you know? Totally, and I think that's where the whole definition of like the power of travel came from, where we realized that we stepped out of the hospital, we went for something, it didn't work out as we thought it would, but what did we uncover? Remember we were in the Philippines and that guy made, he said that one thing that has stuck with me for the rest of my life, and he mm -hmm. was like, how are you guys so young and you've been you know, spending three months in Southeast Asia, and we we're like, oh, we're healthcare travelers, and like we saved up a lot of our money and we just took a shot, and like we've just been traveling around, and we don't know when we're going to come back, but like we're just exploring and, and really traveling the world and, and living this great experience. And he was just like, just when you think that you've reached the pinnacle of your career, you meet somebody else and realize you've done it all wrong. And he said, uh, and I was like, well, what do you do? And he was like, I'm a rocket scientist with NASA. And it's like, that's what everybody says is the pinnacle, right? Are you a rocket scientist? You know, like, oh my God, like that's the best you so can elite, be. So elite, yeah. So elite, right? And he was like, and he considered himself... <clears throat> doing it wrong because he heard our story mm -hmm. and I remember we were about to leave and I was literally in full-on tears couldn't stop crying remember like everywhere and I was just like healthcare traveling is such a beauty and such a, a benefit that we have that we can do that we can go back and figure this out and like recreate and try new things and see what works and we can take time off to explore and to really like cultivate that passion and that thing that we really want to do and figure out where we're going to go in life with the business life. And we'll just keep going after it until we reach it. And we realized too, in that moment of, you know, with the burning of the scrubs and fuck healthcare and we want to get out of here, even though we knew like it's not our passion, it's not how we want to live the rest of our lives or retire from. We know it's a means to an end. We always knew that. It's, a, it's supporting us financially. It's allowing us to build and create and try new things. It allowed us to take three months off to go travel. Like we'd never been able to do that before. So we had a new sense of gratitude for it. So we're like, how can we go home and use this to our advantage, right? And be grateful for it while also knowing that we're still moving towards the goal, which for us was freedom working for ourselves. And when we went home with that new gratitude, we went to Whistler. Remember this? 
Because we're like, let's do our YouTube videos because we live in all these cool places and we're doing all this like cool stuff. Let's make YouTube videos about it. Like, Mm -hmm. why not? While on contract. While on a contract. What a great freaking idea. Let's really tap into this healthcare traveling like market and like the community around it. Like these are our people. This is what we do. How have we missed this? You know? And so we started doing these YouTube videos, which is funny because we had like no money because we spent all of it while we were traveling and then you were working, but I wasn't yet. Mm-hmm. But we were like, no, we got to make our videos. Remember so, for the first hundred subscribers we got to YouTube, I bought a $1,500 drone oh because I thought that was going to take us to the next level because Christian <laughs> and all them had one. Oh my God, we were so cute. Yeah. But we were like, we got to use all of our money because we got to like make the videos. So we went to Vic, which I'm so glad we did because we had so many great experiences. Yeah. But we went to, we were so close, we were on, um, we were in Bellingham, so we were really close to British Columbia. So we went to Victoria, we went to Whistler, we went, we went back to, to Seattle and did a food video. Yeah. And on, when we were in Whistler, this is where things really changed for us. We were in Whistler. So again, we kept staying in our joy and just following the next thing that felt good. And the videos were fun. And mm-hmm. we were getting, like, I was planning and I'm like, we're going to go here and we're going to do this, which is my favorite thing to do. And then we got to be creative and go cre- film these videos. Then you were editing them. And we we're like, this is so fun. Like, mm-hmm. this is what we should have been doing. This mm-hmm. is awesome. Um, and, and so we just were having fun and we ended up in Whistler. We were in a gondola trapped with another lady and she was asking us our story and what we were doing and this and that. And she was saying, um, I think it was like her granddaughter or something Mm -hmm. like, um, like that's so cool. Like, can, do you have a place people could like ask you questions if she wanted to learn more about it or like just kind of, she was young and she said, are you listening to this? Do you hear what these two do? Yeah. Like, this is the life to live. Yeah. And and then, so that kind of put planted a seed. And then we started to get some questions about us traveling and what we were doing and different things. And I wrote an article for Mind Body Green. And they published it. They published it. And then we got some feedback and some questions about traveling, healthcare traveling. And so that's where the whole idea came. In that moment, I think the Whistler thing was the final straw for us where we left and we're like, you know what? We should do a training specifically for healthcare travelers to teach them how to get set up, to teach them what to do, what we've learned, all of the things. And like, let's just see if anybody's interested because it seems like there's a lot of interest We've been traveling now for quite a few years and I feel like we could help people and we love teaching and we have things to offer. Like it would be fun. Let's give it a try. And you're like, yeah, like that sounds great. Why, how, why didn't we think about this? We've been doing Facebook lives for a lot. I know how to do that. Set up a link. Like let's set up a group. Let's do that. Yep. And that's when Travel Life Freedom and Scrubs was born and 700 people signed up for that training. We're like, oh, I think there could be some interest in this. I said, I literally was like, okay, we're on to something. We can quit our jobs now. <laughs> oh my God. I know you're so, we're like, like from doing a Facebook live, but that led to all of the interest. So then we started doing weekly lives and we started showing up and we were teaching and we were sharing what we were learning and helping people. And, and I think naturally again, you know, we were better on camera and we were telling stories and we were also teaching and entertaining and, And it started to kind of just catch on and people would show up every week, which then led to we should create a course that encompasses because you can only teach so much on a training. Mm -hmm. And like 
it's, it's choppy, right? Cause you're live and you're this, we're like, what if we created something that's literally step by step by step by step where they could show up, they could go through it on their own time in their own house and have everything they need in one place. Instead of having to search through the Facebook group, looking for all the videos and like what, and we can get in depth with everything and really teach everything. And then traveler school was born from that. And that wasn't even a thought of like we were running away from the hospital all those years and we didn't even realize what was right in front of us well, the only, entire freaking time. We left to go build a spiritual course and ended right. up building a healthcare travel course. That was amazing. Yeah, and I think that's the whole thing of just like one looking back at the beauty of like what healthcare traveling has created for us and what it allows. And I and I think it's amazing because one of my passions and one of my joy spaces to sit around at a table and talk about is with new healthcare travelers or people that are even just in the hospital, right? And they're working the nine to five and they're like, I need more freedom. I need to get out. I want to travel more. And so they start healthcare traveling and then they experience the freedom. And they're like, how can I do more of this? Because my only option is to go back and go full time or else I have to create something on my own. And I think as a healthcare traveler, you have those two options, right? You either fall in love with a very rich person and you never have to work again, or you create your own thing, or you go back to like working you know, in the hospital, or you become a rep or something like that, right? And so the freedom is what people can't get rid of after they've traveled they so long. They can't shake it, yeah. Can't shake it, and so you have to, in a way, create your own thing, and that, that's an avenue for a lot of people, and healthcare traveling provides that. And so like talking about that with other healthcare travelers, and I love that conversation, and we've been having that conversation a lot more, which is awesome, but we, we do hear a lot of the like, I need the freedom, but I don't know what to do. And I think that's what this story kind of sparked, right? Like we didn't either. And you just are putting one step in front of the, one foot in front of the other and realizing that things take time. If you're in this to make money within three months, good <laughs> don't luck. Don't do what we did, yeah. Good luck. I mean, it can happen. I don't put, I don't put grit and will past anybody. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that it's impossible. I'm just saying you don't go into it with that knowledge because you'll be defeated really quickly. And so it's about just figuring it out and like testing the waters, figuring out what you're good at, figuring out what you love. And just keep putting one foot in front of the other and you will be steered in the direction that you're supposed to go. Like we firmly believe that from the mindset point of view of just like, I'm going to continue to do what, what lights me up, what makes me happy and what I love doing, whether it has a return or not. And I'm going to keep doing that because it's going to lead me down that path. And you can't just sit in your house and come up with what you're passionate about or what you, an idea or, or anything like you have to really do things and test the waters and try things to be like, this works, this didn't. Because if, if we were just like, oh, we're just going to stick with the one idea, fitness, because we love fitness. And that's why there's that whole thing with like people become health coaches. And then it's like everybody was a health coach, right? Because it was like, oh, I like talking about that kind of stuff. But then it's like you start steering into different avenues because you start putting one foot in front of the other and figuring out, wow, I could go down this route or this route. And so it's just really cool and something that we love talking about and we've lived it. Yeah. And helping people create more freedom in their lives is oh. like my greatest passion because that is something we've craved mm. our whole, I mean, our, like our whole relationship that has been, I mean, we've been together 16 years and it really came in at like 
10 years when we started traveling because we realized what we didn't want, right? Mm -hmm. And we knew we were not going to be working the grind, working at jobs we weren't passionate about. We wanted more time. We wanted more space. And I think, or like more space to be creative and like work on different things in our life. And, you know, we always say this, like you never know until you go. And I think that's just the theme of all of this is like, if you're listening to this and you have that desire also, but you don't know where to start, I mean, I think just trying something. I think if you have any sort of passion, like don't be afraid to just give it a go, give it a try. It doesn't matter if it looks silly or awkward or you don't have it all figured out. Just go and see how it feels and you will figure it out every step of the way. But it has to be something you deeply want, right? Because for us, there were so many times that it was easier to give up. It was easier to just work the nine to five. We were spending so much money. We were having so like, even with our backpack, like we spent mm. so much money with that. Like we spent, um, just, there's so much time and energy and like saying no to social things. Cause we have other things that we're working on and building, but like it was a lot of things that it could have been easier to hang it up and just go back to like taking contracts or taking perm jobs. But we just knew that no matter what, this is the most important thing to us and that we will figure it out. And that overrided everything else, all of the hard times, all the awkward times, all the times that it was freaking crickets. Like we kept going because that never changed within us. It was just like, okay, we fell down, shake it off. What's next? What did we learn? what we learn, what can we apply moving forward and the things that never change for us. Right. So it's kind of even thinking of like, what do you love? What do you love? What would you do if it even wasn't about earning money? Right. Like, what do you love to do? Because for us, it's, it's never changed. We always wanted to teach. We love teaching and sharing stories that are helpful or inspiring or entertaining, but it's, we love to share stories from our own life to teach other people. That's never changed. We our love travel. No, I always said, I want a job. I want to make money living on airplanes and being able to travel and go on an airplane anytime I want and to be able to cre- create and plan experiences for people. Like that was something I was always, I would do. We were just talking about this the other day. Remember when I was going to like volunteer at a travel agent company just because I wanted to plan to, trips. To plan trips. Like that is something I'm passionate about. I would do that if I didn't make $1 doing it. Like it's something I genuinely love to do. Like a night for me at pouring a glass of wine and reading travel blogs and planning a trip. Said, I thought you said porn. Well, pretty that much, too. Pretty much. You know, but like, like travel porn. Yeah. Like we should make travel porn. Just like on airplanes, you know? Okay. Just like doing it. Okay. <laughs> hey, maybe it could be another side hustle. Could be. <laughs> but, um... But yeah, like that's my idea of a good night. Like that's something I love to do. And so none of that change, the freedom to work for ourselves, like creating our own schedules. Um, What else? There was, what's the, like we said teaching, speaking, working together, being creative, what we put into it, we get out of. And I will add something to what you just said about your planning. Remember how we wanted to open a rec center because we wanted to like create experiences for people. Yeah. And then I said like, I really want to be like a wedding DJ so that I can create that experience for when people walk in and that hype and that, that whole thing. And I used to plan every one of the uh, hospital Christmas parties and put on shows and I went super elaborate because I wanted people to feel a certain way and feel connected. 
because everybody was like, I don't come to the Christmas parties because they're clicky. And everybody just sits in their little like tables and they talk and it's just the same clicks that are at work and like people drink and, and get drunk all the time. That's all it is. And so I was like, I'm going to change that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to bring the group together with something that everybody can be excited about that they're coming to. And it's a collaborative thing. And then everybody can build off of that and the parties become more fun. And it happened. Yeah. And so I had always done that. So now we are doing that now with this business and we have combined travel, creativity, working together, working from anywhere, getting on a plane anytime we want, like making experiences that people are like mind blown. Like we're going that extra mile with these things. Make an impact. Make an impact. Like people are like, holy shit, like I can't believe this, these little touches and these little things. And that came from the creativity of what we love to do to build experiences and it's just like we you look back and you're like i know how we got here right because we believe in that mindset but i mean from the human point of view you're like how did we get to the same spot like you know what i'm saying like well and that's that's what i'm saying is it's like i'm still blown away by what we're doing now and especially even with these trips because this just happened so organically where even before we did peru last year it was something that I'm like, yeah, this will be a cool trip, but this is never something I would want to do on a continual basis. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think I have the stamina to do it all the time, right? Like it's just kind of maybe one trip a year or something would be really cool. And so we just were like, ah, no, we're not going to do that a lot or, you know, back to back trips. And then it was like, that was such an awesome trip that we're like, wait, like that was so cool. Mm -hmm. And we just got to meet all these people and go on this adventure and we were traveling. We created this cool experience. And then, so then we started thinking like, okay, well maybe let's do another one. And so it kind of just is something now we're like, oh my gosh, like we have all of these ideas for all these trips we want to do. And I never even, I wasn't, I never really thought this would be something we would do this much of. But I feel like it's just being open to all possibilities because it just kind of happened. And now it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited about it. Like by, I said, by the end of the year, I want to be so exhausted from all the airplanes I'm on and like all the travel. And like, honestly, that like in November, we're going to be like crawling mm-hmm. from the airport. But that's always been my dream. And like, that's happened, mm-hmm. you know? And it's kind of, you're, you're like, how did we get here? And it just, mm-hmm. staying open to all possibilities, staying in the flow of what you love being so clear on what you want to create and just putting yourself out there, even if it's not perfect, when it's not perfect, like just go, like don't wait to like for it to look a certain way to show up and try something and like see how it feels and, and keep going. And honestly, one of our passions and something we really want to do um, in the next couple of years is I would love to host like retreat or not like you work. Would? Us. We but, would. Of course. Yeah. We. We. Uh, that's what I meant. Okay. We. Okay. I. We. You are me and I am you. Oh, uh, okay. We are the same. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but re- re- um, host workshop adventures where we can have like mentorship for new entrepreneurs and have speakers come in and really start like connecting with newer entrepreneurs because that is something we feel so so much fire around. And if we can help anyone else create more freedom in their life doing something that they love, oh my God, there's nothing better than that. No, me. and I've always said, I don't know if I've said it on this podcast a couple of times, but Joe, who's staying here with us, he asked me that question. If you could tattoo five things on your body that really speak to you, what would those things be? 
And I, I thought that was such an in-depth question. I think we talked about it last podcast when with the question and the social anxiety or the social mm -hmm. IQ and stuff. And um, and it was always a can opener, right? Because it, it's not about Kim and I, you know, being like, okay, here's step one of opening a business, and here's step two, and here's step three. I mean, we can obviously give people advice, but that's not what I feel passionate about. I think my thing is like creating experiences that you can connect and have meaningful conversations with people that are doing it in all different walks of life. So all different types of businesses, all like basically healthcare travelers that have started successful businesses. That's what I would want to create and 100%. have speakers coming in so that you can instantly relate to those people because you're like, wow, they were where I was and I want to start something and now they've done it. It's successful. They're moving on and it's in different avenues across the globe, right? Of like what they do. Yeah. And I think that would just be such a cool thing to like crack people open to show the possibilities of what's out there for other people. A hundred percent. So stay tuned for yeah. that. Trav says entrepreneurial adventures workshops. Yeah. We, we wanted to call them adventure trips. Oh yeah. I love that. I forgot adventure. about that. Adventure. Not adventure. Advent. Yep. Yeah. Edu edutainment adventure. I love it. So... Anyways, that was just a little something we were thinking on. And yeah. I'm so excited to go back to Bali and be with Gaday. Well, we just saw him like last year, yeah. um, which is where actually this whole trip was inspired because we were with him last year. And he then, dropped us off at the airport and told us all this. Yeah. We were like, wow, like how cool. Because at first we were like, we would never take a trip to Bali because there's all the scooters and the moving parts, like how we travel Bali. Like I would never want to take a group on like scooters and whatever and um and then he showed us that we could do it with as a group and we were like oh my god if we can show people this incredible place like i would love to do that and now here we are about to launch and that was over a year ago and um here we are about to launch it so make sure to join us tonight at 7 30 p.m on the link that you will get if you are on our trip interest list and we're excited. Yeah. So hopefully we'll see you tonight. Yeah. But if not, we will see you next week and we'll be back at it with more stuff. Yeah. But I mean, I will say too, if you're not interested in Bali, getting on that adventure list, that's what we post whenever we're launching a new trip. Yeah. Right. And so right. that keeps you in the know of any Travis's adventure trips that are coming. And there's some big ones coming in 2024. There's a couple trips coming after Bali, there's a trip going. So we have Oaxaca in October, and then um, we're gonna do, we wanna do New Zealand and Costa Rica. And Bali possibly again in January, maybe. We're, we'll see. Probably not, but okay. um, probably not. Okay. <laughs> but definitely next year we wanna do, um, I almost said Patagonia. The new trips will be Costa Rica and um, New Zealand. So get on the interest list for all the things and Perfect. we'll keep you guys. That's it. Let's, alive. let's go eat. Keep you guys alive. I I'm so hungry. Yeah, I know. All right. All right. We're out. You end every podcast with I'm so hungry. I, well, that's because, your sign up. That's because, your sign up. So when Kim says I'm so hungry, that's goodbye. Why are we filming or doing this at 6.30 PM when I'm hangry? Because we forgot. Exactly. All right. All right. Bye. Bye.